This is Bar Crawl Radio number 23. Becky and Alan talk about the preview performance of To Kill a Mockingbird and about stealing shot glasses from their favorite bar. And they also have a conversation with film composer Malica Paranozic and with Rosa, the a cappella Serbian singing group. And now, Bar Crawl Radio number 23. All right. Yeah, here we go. And then, 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 here we go. Whoa. Are you going to do it? I, I don't know. I just did it. I just did it. That's it? Yeah, I mean, we're... I mean, that was kind of lackluster. All right, all right. All right. And here we go. That's funny. That's awful. You didn't like it? How about I'll give it a try? You know, I, I kind of feel tired tonight. I know. Me too. Well, we've had a long weekend. We did. A lot of work. We were with uh, busy. with the kids and uh, and here, so <laughs> here we go. So so here at Gabriella's, yeah. And um, last time I was here with Tuli, because Tuli and I did a a flight of tequilas. Right. And um, we drank a lot of a lot of tequila that night. Had a good time. Well, can you tell the difference between the? I mean, would did they oh, have yeah. different grades of tequila? Oh yeah. Well, you know. At first, then then after a while, it's like it all right. kind of tastes really like, good. Yeah, it tastes good. Oh, this tequila is good. <laughs> what kind is that? <laughs> well, it's Cuervo Balungilenga. That's really good. good. I'll have another one of those. <laughs> and yeah. they gave you big shot glasses. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Did, have we told that story yet? No, I don't think we should. Should we tell the story? No, I don't think we should. Oh, boy, it was a good should. story. No, you shouldn't tell them they, that you stole they, the shot glass. Oh, no, there you go. I didn't steal it. Oh, Tuli stole it. Ah, I, I, there was this beautiful shot glass. And we I owe asked you the waiter, 10 bucks, Gabriella. And then I asked the waiter, it said, can you can you buy these shot glasses? And they said, no, no, we we don't. And uh, I'm looking around now if I can see the shot glass. You know what? They probably right are here. really pissed at, you know, angry. I, I don't think they even knew it because we were drinking a lot of tequila and they kept bringing over these shot glasses. Yeah. I think they lost count of how many shot glasses we had. Well, everybody was losing count, and I said, Tuli, I really like these shot glasses. And she said, oh, okay. And then we went out to the street and went across the street to where she was parked and she handed me one of the shot glasses. Yeah, yeah. There's huh? something about our our friends and family about stealing glasses from restaurants. Yeah. And, and I mean, Paul put a uh, a wine glass in his. Yeah. Pocket. No, no, no last names. <laughs> no last names. No, Paul no. Rubin should not be identified. No. Oh, and you're gonna now, honey. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think we should eat while we're, you can. I think drinking's okay. Are especially good. They are really good. They have good chips here. You're grossing people out. Stop. That's the Stop. real sound of real good chips. Stop, please. Mm. I had some chips with um, Jackie today. You did? Yeah, we spent time with Jack. He was feeding me. It was great. Our grandson, Jack. Oh, yeah. Well, he loves to feed people. He was feeding me chips. And then you try to feed him and something. I, and I was eating the chips with my mouth open. He loved it. Yeah. All oh. the pieces falling out. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would be... You I can, know, I can you see a bit that I'm going to have with him. That is your speciality. That's bits. Your, bits. your level of humor is for toddlers. And <laughs> That's why I was never really good with women. <laughs> Except you, sweetheart. I know what happened. You, I don't know. Yeah, you, I don't know. I think you like my humor. Here, I'm going to have another chip. No, Watch. don't it's do It's going to fall out of my mouth. No, no, no. <laughs> See, I'm, not, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> 
laughing. You are. You are laughing. You're disgusting. It is. I am disgusting. Oh, my God. No, I do. I, um, okay. I can make children and my wife laugh. Marriage tip number I don't know what. Oh, oh yeah. That's, what happened to our marriage tips? I, I, I've, I've put them in. I've kind of inserted them. Right. Don't feed your what? husband chips. No, 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 no. Just, you know. He's a chip off the old block. Do they say pick your battles? <laughs> there are some things <laughs> you just have to let go. Mag margaritas. You good. do. You have margaritas to let go. Margaritas good. Their margaritas are great at yeah. Gabriella's, and their um, the staff, Moses, who's taking care of us. And, yeah, they're nice and people. And Arturo, the bartender. We just came in here last minute to do this. I know they are very great. Great. Because I know I know this bunch. is like totally uninteresting, but we do these little intro pieces for Bar Crawl Radio, either before or after we do the main show. So right. It's kind of like late Sunday night, and right. we're doing the show on Tuesday. Yes. And so, you know, just so we I thought so we you were going to tell people that. I thought you, that was the idea. We're going to, like, just pretend like we just crawled from you, you Gabriella. Told me, you told me you didn't want to do that. I didn't say that. Oh, well, no, it's too late I now. I didn't say it's that. It was something that I, I but, didn't But no, But the show, I when we'll, we'll, and right when, when, we get, when we get our dinner. We're all honest we'll, all we'll, the time. We'll tell you what that show is because or what the show is going to be and you're going to hear it right after this but we have to wait two days to do it yeah so two days from now we'll, well do the show they don't have to wait two days though no they'll, they'll hear no, it right they'll afterwards. hear it right away right and yeah. it's and, and we'll it's we the magic will, of radio we will talk about rosa R- rosa the yes one, the one wonderfulness of fascinating rosa. so becky and i we saw um, the preview performance of oh my gosh to kill, to kill a mockingbird a mockingbird it was amazing, and we, we, you especially, love that film. I love the film. Gregory I love the Peck book. Is I've like read it a number of times. I'm I've jealous. read it with students. I've um, but seen you love the, the film a million. Yes, because yeah, the film is very um, honest to the to the book. Not mm-hmm. honest. What do you say? What would, it's very true, much true like the book. the book. True to the book. That's what I was mm-hmm. trying to think. Of. True to the book, and uh, so if you like the book, then you like the movie, mm-hmm. and also the actors are very good. In the original, I mean, I don't know that it's been. I, it, I guess it has been really redone in a, in a film. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't, don't think anybody's ever really attempted. No, no, because no, it's no. So no. Good. That that would be sacrilegious to redo. And to, to kill see a, a Broadway show of To Kill a Mockingbird, I wanted to see it. On the one hand, but on the other hand, I was a little concerned that I wouldn't like it. Me too. Me too. I'll have dinner. Thank you. Um. I was concerned that. You know that they, but uh, I was concerned that they would change it, and they did change it. They changed, you know, little things in it. They they added things, and they made it more contemporary. More, it, it's really yeah. directed at today. It really is. It's it's a political play. It's not the movie. The movie is very entertaining, and the uh, again the performance are good. It's it's very romantic. The music is just lovely, and you get lost in the romantic story, um, and a bit of the. Um, the social context of it, but this play is totally social context, um, and it's not necessary. I mean, it is placed in the South of the or the 1940s, 50s, 1930s, honey. 30s, okay. It's, it's placed there, but it's really talking to us, right? To our, to our, um, our this time that we're living in, our Trumpian time that we're living in. It's and, this um, anti-immigration, this anti. Black people. I mean, still for all these many years, they're still persecu- persecuted. Yep. And when uh, Jeff Daniels plays Atticus, uh, Jeff Daniels, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. He plays Atticus, and at the end of the trial, he turns to the audience and he gives his final speech to the audience, and it's 
it's riveting because he's talking to us about you know uh, racism and um, the split in the country um, and how we have to change and that we can't keep going on like this right. and it was it was thrilling but in the guys that he was actually talking to to the jury to the jury in the right. trial the, the trial right. in the in the story right I mean I, the thing I think reveal is the jury box was empty there was a jury box it was done that way so that we would be sitting in those chairs right right. That's what um, Ellen and I, we talked about it afterwards, and we came to that conclusion because it was very much a pointed, obvious thing that it was, it was done on purpose to put these empty jurors' chairs there. Yeah. And so you had, and I kept looking at it and going, and, you know, thinking, what is that choice? What does that mean? And ultimately, it, it occurred to me that we could be sitting there or that, you know, we could imagine I think we are sitting, sitting there. there. Yes, we are sitting right, there. We're right. in we're the jury. Time. It is a play for the moment. It is not a period piece at all. It's a play for right now. And um, highly recommend it. I think it's going to have a long run. Uh, it was a full house. And um, the audience... And it was a standing ovation. We were up in the um, in the attic. I know what the top of Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Daniels' head looks like. Right. I mean, the yeah. top the top yeah, of the head. Yeah. Because they, they did it all front, and we were way... But that's all we could afford. So high. that's okay. We got to see way it. We I just kind of... Looking down from the angel's spot. It's a little scary when you sit in those seats. You're up so high. You feel like you, if you fell forward, yeah. you could tumble over the, you know, the balcony there. And not only is it way up high, <laughs> but there's no leg room. <laughs> oh, really? You I'm six foot two. No. My feet didn't touch the floor. Tuli, had a, Tuli, our tall daughter, had to sit sideways. Wow. Oh, you know, for the knees. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're way high with no leg room uh, yeah yeah you know in a cartoon it'd be like that big tall person that's folded into the right chair. and how many people would you say was in that theater uh 500 500 no, no many 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 more than that. more than that oh more than that 2000 yeah. oh 2000 okay okay i mean it, it had yeah and and, that's and, true. We and were the third flight up you right? were the yeah. third flight we up were and the last flight completely filled yeah yes yes and and um and then you you, you get like a 15 minute break and, of course, everyone has to go to the bathroom. Oh, right, exactly. Everyone has to go to the bathroom. Yes. So, so there, on, on our flight, right at the top, there was a woman's room, then you went down, another woman's room, you went down, there was the men's room. Well, but that's understandable. Oh, yeah, because women are preferred. He told me that you open for Soul Radio Station. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're... Which one? It's called Bar Crawl Radio, and we uh, broadcast on UpperWestSideRadio.com. Okay, I have a card. Is it on the card? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Okay. In FM, right? It's a podcast. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. No, it's online. It's online. Okay. So on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Okay. I got it. Yeah, check us out. Okay. I will. Thank you. Okay, so uh, well, you know what? That's another one of our fans. That's the first time that the, well, maybe not. She just you know was saying what the heck, you know blank are you doing here? But okay, I, okay, it's I'm never gonna, happened. Gonna, no, no one's ever kind of come up and yeah. said what what are you doing? I like it. She no, was I nice. Do. Yeah, yeah, she was, was nice. nice. Yeah. Wish more would we're do kind it. of around the way in the corner here, and you yeah, know, because we wanted we wanted some privacy. And well, not not so much that. I mean, you wouldn't mind being out there on in the window, but we just don't want to disturb the business. Oh, I don't care. We wouldn't disturb the business if we sat out there. So maybe we should be on the corner. Maybe we should be sit out there on the corner and and uh, all right, next not outside. time I'll ask. Way up high, <laughs> it comes to the break. 
and you have 15 minutes, yes. and you've got 2,000 people trying to get to the bathroom. I think that's on your mind a lot. I <laughs> rushed. I ran because I knew that there were a number of older men there. Uh, and and you, that, could, you could beat them. And I could beat you them could down totally the stairs. I'm still alive, <laughs> right? I can still move a little bit. Did you I hurt ran, anybody on the I way? ran down the first woman's room, ran down the steps, another woman's room. Oh, darn. Run down another <laughs> 11 steps. There's there's the men's room. Run up. There's a line of outside course, the men's room. Of course, because there's two. About 15 guys. It, oh, 15. Right. But that's Get, fast. Men are faster, right? Well, yeah. Get into the line, and then I look behind me, and the line of men has now formed up the stairs. Oh, wow, yes. Around yes. the stairs. Up then. to the next flight. You did good. Because there were only, like, four urinals and, and two toilets. All we right. had only two seats in the ba- that one bathroom. All on right, two, two, two. Well, we had two thrones. We had two, but we had four urinals. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So how many? So they've got those three bathrooms, maybe another two. So I started adding up. So you got four, six. You got maybe um, twenty urinals. Right. For two thousand. Two thousand people, and in they fifteen have, minutes. And they have to piss in fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't work. Well, it maybe is just physical. I mean, if you count how many minutes it takes to so some people for were, one good were pretty uncomfortable, I guess. Or maybe they like you when you go on long trips, they don't drink anything. They like purposefully. It's not fair. I mean, they charge you that much for the tickets, and then you can't go urinate. It's not fair. Well, we got a good I mean, show, Schubert, though, honey. No, we I mean, do. I think that's show. what it's about. I know. You know, it was. It was really. an excellent it, show. It's about what's on stage, and not what's. And <laughs> it's, not, it's not what's in your uh, bladder. <laughs> or what's happening in the 15 minutes. All right. Oh, there's a good play. Oh, it's a really good play. Oh, really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand up, stand up. Let's get. I get in the bathroom. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Good play. Oh, now. Oh, good play. God, I'm so sorry. Good so play. Sorry, everyone. I mean, it's, we could talk like about all the time. We could talk about what we talk about on the way over here, but <laughs> no. about cross-dressing. No. How oh, nice it would be to wear a dress. Oh, that's what Alan wants to wear a dress. It'd be so nice. Well, why don't you just do it? You know, who's let, stopping you? Let the bojangles just ring. Oh God. Let them dangle out. Uh, I like it. I would, I would, I would, I would go. Like for I that. said, ladies, there's some things you just have to let it go. All right, our dinner is here. Yes. We are now going to have dinner, but you are going to hear our interview of Rosa, <laughs> a singing group, a cappella singing group, uh, four uh, young ladies who are enormously talented. Yeah, I've been listening to their singing. Yeah. And oh, my goodness, they're amazing. And we're going to hear some of their singing, and we're going to hear some of the individual voices. And then they're going to perform for us. It's going to be, I can't wait. At, at, uh, at Gephardt's. Two nights. In, uh, two for, nights. In, in two nights, right. But for the people listening to this right now, it's going to happen right now. was from the soundtrack from Nina, a short film created by Lara St. John with music by Melitza Paranozic and featuring the singing of Miss Paranozic. I first met Melitza at a street music event which she organized, Make Music Harlem, and later in the program we'll hear from the singing group Rosa who performed at that event. 
Upper West Side Radio recently covered Melitza's fifth annual all-woman music performance, Ladies First, at the James Cohan Gallery. Melitza is a multi-talented artist, composer, events producer, art innovator, experimenter in digital possibilities, educator, and a filmmaker. She is the founder of her school, Paracademia, where she practices the making of multimedia art with her many students. And today on Bar Crow Radio, we will be talking with Melitza about another of her projects, the second annual Add a Movie Film Festival to be held on December 15th this year at Gallery MC on West 52nd Street. And we welcome Melitza Paranozic to Bar Crow Radio. You have many topics that you could cover, many, many topics. Which is why we're going to talk many more times. And we will <laughs> talk many more times, but go. today we're going to focus. Let's try that. On Let's your your Add a Movie Film Festival, yes. which is coming up on December 15th. 15th. So why? Why? You do so many things. Why but they are film? all related. Well, the film festival came from my film scoring workshop that I've been teaching for many years. Oh. And then we would always like to present those collaborations with filmmakers at the end of our semester. Right. So we called them screenings. But then they became bigger because we were inviting more and more people to join. And then people wanted to show their films. And then so we decided, well, why don't we open this up for other uh, filmmakers and make it an all-afternoon um, festival type of thing there with like three different blocks and some panels and a networking sec session and just um, have it more, you know, just a bigger event. Since we're doing, it's kind of, you know, it's the weird thing about doing a lot. <laughs> it's, it's almost Tell the same amount of work to do even more, you know, like to do a screening that's two hours not so much more work to do an all afternoon thing and it's just it's just more you know it, it touches more people it brings more people together maybe yeah, they still have to you still have to do the production you still have to do the organizing you have to do the flyers you still have to do all the emails you and, have and to you, update yeah. all the websites do, so. you do that is it is I that do, your job i do that i sometimes have some help but i do 90% of the stuff so don't right. you think it should be it. covered by upper west side radio alan Oh, uh, we, we certainly could give it a try. I you think know. you should. We'll talk about um, get, getting some of that on Upper West Side Radio. Good. Um, why add a movie film festival? Here is why. I've been working with my composers with whom I started this workshop, film scoring workshop, many years ago. And then at some point, we realized that among six of us, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's fewer. There are a core group of people that always return. And then there are sometimes people that come in for a semester or two or even a week or two. But among all us, we figure that we can kind of cover anything that a filmmaker can need. We do all genres, we do all instruments, we do sound libraries, we do science fiction, we do art movies. So all a filmmaker needs to do is add a movie into our content and he'll come up with a, with a beautifully scored <laughs> movie that fits literally, you know, and we can even like do live performance to films, which is something that we might want to do in this one. We actually so might like, do some silent films. Like, like a cool. silent film. Yes. With the music being added to it as... That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. I like I, that. What did I see? I saw um, um, Dryers, Joan, Joan, Joan of Arc, uh, at, mm -hmm. at BAM, and they did music live to the It's a big thing film. now. It's happening everywhere. And there are actually, there are some bands that are specif specifically doing that, and then they're trying to, they're finding their How own exciting. audience. Yeah. That's very cool. And it they, is. they take retro films or are they, they do, do new films? Yeah, they do either. Either you, you have like some big 
symphonic pieces that they they do with live the live orchestra just playing with a you know yeah but it's got to be a big film. film if it's symphonic yeah. right it's got to be a big film which means big, big budget which means hollywood Right. There right. you go. Or Upper yeah. West Side. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> Harlem. <laughs> oh yeah, we we we've got huge budget on the Upper West Side. So I understand your theme is immigration. It is. I am very very. Uh, that's a very um, touches my heart. This this whole everything that's going on about immigration. We, we had a, a podcast on immigration. So, tell me why did you pick that theme? I picked that theme because I think it's a. It's a very um, important topic that we touch on today in every way that we can. Uh, our last Saturday Movie Film Festival was about gender equality in film, and this year we're doing the immigration. But it also, my, my organization is basically serving and promoting three groups of people. And in many, many cases, they're all like combined in one. Women, immigrants, and youth. Okay. So last year we were more about the gender issues and then this year we're talking about immigration and immigrants and you know it's also a good filter to narrow down how many films we can actually show because, because it has to be with that It theme. has to be within the theme. It has within to be the either by an immigrant or about an Im immigration issues okay. and and so it has to Oh, some, I definitely some, we have to go. I mean can, you have can to. we buy tickets? I mean how does that work? Yes, the Where tickets, do you get tickets at? The tickets will go on, uh, live this weekend on the uh, they will be available through the link that I shared with you. It's at a movie.com slash festival. And uh, um, yes, yeah, okay, and you'll be able to buy tickets for the either. Upper West Side Radio is covering this. Yeah, well, but we're going to we support it. We still have to buy out. tickets. Okay, we, we, we can talk about that. <laughs> give, us a, give us a discount. I'll give you a discount. Or you, you get complimentary tickets, but then you, you support the organization Absolutely. in some other way, which there you do. You, we, you really you, you follow Absolutely. our work. I, 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 right now, I'm we really are. grateful. Since, it's since awesome. uh, Make Music Harlem, we've kind of been. Um, I know. A groupie. Uh, yeah, he's right? your groupie. He is. That's right. um, thank you so much for that. No, um, you're in. You're in. The, the day, thank you. The, the day of the event, you're going to have talks. Have you, have you worked that out yet, or do you know specifically what you're going to be doing? All of these details are going to be announced also soon. I haven't really... Um, I, there are a couple of variations on you know, the cast and people that I'm bringing in and working out the details. Uh, there will be one block of films that is uh, more historically based, so showing immigration... It doesn't have to be U.S. immigration. It's just in general, that right. idea. But it will be more like black and white documentaries with new music composed to it. The second block will be uh, something that is a collaborative, um, collaboratively done with some of my composers and uh, filmmakers that are creating today, as well as filmmakers that just submit the movie that, that we find that, are in, that is interesting. Then we're going to have a, a panel with uh, four to five guests discussing various topics around it, and then we're going to have a feature presentation. Oh, so wow. that is going to be a larger film, and uh, again, we have a couple of candidates. We're not going to have the results of our um, submissions and, and voting until closer to the event, so I don't want to say too much now, but we'll be releasing information as it's available. And, and people are already submitting? Uh, people are submitting. Okay. That must be exciting. It's very exciting. And, and, I mean, do you, do you have to choose from what you're going to show? I mean, do you yes, have to kind of say, sorry, we don't have time for your movie? Yes. Oh, we, okay. Yeah. We, we, we watch it, and then part of it is what we, part of the, that we cover within my film scoring workshop, so we, we watch those movies. I have some, some of the outside judges who have been on my panels last year, and then we make a decision. 
Have yeah. you decided who the judges are? Um, it's, I, I'd say it's my, not really personal preference, but close to personal preference. Mm -hmm. Somebody who is, uh, whose opinion I really value and somebody who's going to, somebody who's going to you know, be objective. And I have a really good idea for, for a new judge. Can you can you reveal names? I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> ah, okay. You know, Alan teaches film. I teach film. I do. And he has his doctorate in film. Right. Would you be interested? And you know, sometimes people people be. are really eager to take on a new responsibility or, or or activity, but other times it's not always easy to ask people. You know, just to do things because everybody's so busy here in New York, and I, I it's think, not like it something be. you can do on your own time because we share links. But it would be so it would be better. thrilling, I think. To, awesome, to, to, that's to fantastic. That. So, will the directors be there at the? They're Port all Festival? always invited, and many of them do come. Sometimes we have international directors, so I'm do, I don't really require that they're there. But the New York-based uh, film directors usually come, and then. Um, depending on how exactly it's structured, it's uh, usually we also have a conversation between a filmmaker and composer, so they talk about what they did together and how they did it. It's right. just a little bit on, and it's interesting to see how each one of these teams is much different. It's not something, which is why it's so fun to teach it every year, because it's not a recipe that works for everybody or anybody really. It's right. just this, this, to find it. This festival sounds a little bit different than most film festivals, because here you're dealing with um, the film, the actual image, but the connection of the image to the score. Yes. So is part of the judging the app, the, the the connection of the score to the to the image. The I don't the really score? well. I don't really specify that that's necessary. No. We really just judge on you know the quality of the movie. Sometimes there's length restrictions or technical restrictions, but just being the the people in my network to pay attention to the score it, it's possible that that's one of the one of the characteristics that's that really is important yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm, now that I'm, I may be a judge I have to kind uh, of to think what the criteria what is, is the criteria here. you just taught about uh, music and film in your yeah, last we just class did. you just talked about that yeah and I'm, I'm showing uh, Vertigo now with Bernard Hermans mm. I love that music beautiful it's really amazing uh, you had this festival last year so this yes. is your second Annual. This is the second annual, but it really outgrew. Uh, it grew out of the annual screenings that we had, so it's not completely new. We were kind of doing a similar idea. It's just larger and more op open. Right. Did you, did you have a winner last year? Last year we we did not have a winner. We didn't have that. Uh, we just didn't include that, but mm -hmm. we we thought it would be fun to do it. And there's prizes this year also. Oh wow! So what did, like, can you talk about the prizes? Um, yes, there are, there are um, sessions with the film composers that like that's for, for um, I should have memorized this, I should have done my homework. That's okay. I think that I think everybody gets um, complimentary tickets to a couple of events that we do. Mm -hmm. And then there is a, 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 there are a couple of t-shirts, I don't know who gets the t-shirts, I forgot now. And then also um, a complimentary session with a film composer. Um, nice for our yeah for one that, that, Very that's nice. great I went to your Adam Movie Film Festival website mm -hmm. Google Adam Movie Film Festival website and it'll, and it'll come up there was some lovely films there yes beautiful music and yours was right at the bottom and I played that at the beginning uh, the lead in oh yeah uh, the, the music of you singing uh, I just want to be alone <laughs> oh wow it's kind of like or Lena Dietrich, right? Yeah. Oh, please leave me alone. I'm, I'm not doing that. I like that song. It was much more serious than that. 
I'm being serious. It's not serious at all. But, <laughs> yeah, but, it, was, but it wasn't like that. It was, no, it wasn't like that. No. Um, uh, so, so you can go to the website, everyone, and um, see what went up last year. And then what's going up this year will eventually be on the website. Well, there is information there in terms of when we start and when, when each block is happening and how to get the tickets and where to submit the movie. But the details on exactly which films we're showing and who won, yeah. we're going to release that. We actually, the winners, we're, we're going to uh, just announce then and there. Yeah. Although the winners will know, but not everybody will know. There you go. There you you go. are uh, uh, primarily a composer. Is that how, yes. how you see yourself? I, yes. What are you in the core, Melitza Paranozic? When I was three and a half years old, and my brother was just admitted, admitted? Admitted? <laughs> into life. <laughs> to elementary school. Oh, yeah, no, that works. That works. <laughs> Sounds like admitted to, uh, you know, like uh, whatever. Same asylum. Yeah. Exactly. I cried my eyes out because I wanted to go to school, too. Oh. And on the way back from his school, there was a big celebration and ceremony and whatnot. I guess that's what made me so excited. On the way back home, my dad spotted a little school for little girls to do music, dancing, singing, oh. storytelling. Wow. And dad was like, well, how about we get you into little school in the meantime? And he saved me, and he saved himself because apparently I was really nasty and really loud. And so that, that was your nature when you were a, a when I didn't girl? get things. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. No, no. I think I was just no. I think I was just really sensitive. I was really sad. Mm -hmm. I was really yeah. sad that I couldn't go to school. To the like core, them. you were yes. sad. Yeah. And so they uh, um, they signed me up, and I, there was a little audition, and and uh, that's how I found <laughs> what I wanted to be. When I grow up, it's this multimedia creator, performer. So young. And so I didn't know that I realized it, but like many years later, when, you know, when I started Per Academia, that's exactly what it is. Now, we're going to be speaking with Rosa, the a cappella group that's coming up right next. Can you tell us about Rosa, how you found them? Uh, Rosa is, um, I know them, I know Alexandra, who is one of the leaders of the band, from Serbia. She's a girl from Belgrade, like I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't know, you know, of the, of the group, but uh, when I found out, I was really blown away because nobody's really doing that. And I always thought that, you know, there's so much fascination with um, world music. Nobody was doing Serbian stuff in the, the authentic way. Sometimes, you know, people would do like a sample here and there. And so when I heard what they did, I was really blown away. I it was, them. Is so, it authentic? Yes. Yep. Nice. Yeah, they, they find old tunes and they transcribe it and they sing, sing it in that way. And so I was really, you know, I, had, I, I heard them perform and then I just asking them to perform for me or with me or, you know, in my events. And, and they're going to be huge. People I think love they it. Are. I, people, people really react. Melitza Paranozic, thank you so much Thanks for coming so much. in again. Always and talking. a pleasure. This is an ongoing conversation. It won't stop here. I may be a judge at Adam Movie Film Festival awesome. on December 15th yes. at the MC... MC Gallery, 52nd Street between 10th and 11th. It's 545 West 52nd Street. It goes from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. Great. Sounds wonderful. Thank you very much. For more information about Add a Movie Film Festival, go to addamovie.com. Next, we'll be speaking with the a cappella singing group Rosa. And by the way, 
We are Bar Crawl Radio, recording at Gephardt's Beer Culture Bar at West 72nd Street, across from the mortuary, down the block from Trader Joe's. You can find us at iTunes, Stitcher, and now on Spotify Podcasts. I met Rosa, an a cappella all-female singing ensemble, at the 2018 Make Music Harlem Street event produced by Melitza Paranozic. Rosa is New York City-based with singers from three countries and a mission to preserve and nurture authentic forms of traditional Serbian singing. But don't let that folksy description influence your modern Western music tastes. Rosa's music is absolutely luscious, with unique modern sounds, unusual mixtures of rhythms, both deeply moving and candy for the ear. I was immediately captured by their pure, tonally in-sync vocalizations of traditional Serbian music. We spoke to members of Rosa at the Make Music Harlem street event early this summer, and then we invited them to a longer conversation. So let's meet each of these talented artists. With us today are three members of Rosa, Shilpa Anand, Astrid Kuljanic, and Alessandra Denda. We are going to speak with each singer and listen to their music. from India, Dubai. She's a singer and a songwriter. Miss Anant is a graduate of Berklee College School of Music, and she, perf- she has performed at the Blue Note, at Boston Symphony, and the Apollo Theater. And what we just heard was uh, Shilpa's rendition of Angeni, uh, which is an Indian piece, meaning, where are you? So welcome, Shilpa, to Bar Crawl Radio. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Thank you guys for having see, me. Oh, thank you. I see you got a nice little drink there. What are you, what are you drinking? What do you drink? It's a vodka ginger ale. Vodka it's ginger like ale. standard. Oh, okay. That, that, <laughs> that's your drink. Yeah. Uh, you were born in India. I was actually, funnily enough, I was born in Dubai, which is in the United Arab Emirates. Sure. And then, so, but because um, it, you can be born in Dubai, but it's not like the America, or like American, like how people are born in the U.S. and then you can be an American citizen. It's like if you're born in, in Dubai, you're still not from Dubai because oh. your parents are of Indian descent. So I'm from India, born in Dubai. Uh, my parents are very traditional, very conservative people. So they were very much... Um, very sure that even though I was born in Dubai, they wanted to make sure that I got the Indian uh, training of music, dance, learning to cook before the age of nine, making sure that I was, you know, just prepared as an Indian woman to be to go out into the world knowing my culture, knowing my history and the heritage. So even though I was born in Dubai, I went to an Indian school, I had Indian friends. It just felt like a, I was in India, to be honest. And I speak the languages, so... Yeah. When did you know that you wanted to be a singer and, or, and a musician, and mm, when did that happen? So it's more of like it was a, it was something I was thrown into. Um, I started my Indian classical music training at the age of three, so I started singing at a very young age, and I was very interested in. It. I could pick up melodies very quickly, and I would start. My mom would just find me just singing some music that 
she was like how did this girl even hear this music she's singing all these adult songs like how is she singing it at the age of 3 did you have a good voice at uh, the age of 3 yeah, yeah. I, i mean that's what they say yeah. i don't know <laughs> i bet you did yeah i think like uh, it was definitely one of those things where they they could see that i was interested and then as i grew older i got very involved with with western music i started to listen to leila hathaway and nora, nora jones so these people influenced my voice and that's when i kind of did the fusion i can hear the nora jones yeah. yes but then you must have decided you wanted to go back to your re- my your roots, roots your yep. authentic sounds exactly because what happened was so my story is like this i grew up in dubai had 17 years of high school in dubai and then went to india to do my first college and i did it in uh, got a degree in media and psychology and there i was still performing i was still singing at the end of my education i realized okay what is my next path and at that point berkeley was coming to india to do auditions for the for oh, the wow. yeah to pick up indian students if they were interested so i just thought you know what let me do this my parents were hell against it but i decided to go you know after my passion i've always wanted to do it and i i told them like okay i have a back, backup plan which is this first degree so now let me pursue my music and if i get it get through we'll see we'll talk about it then what what did they want you to do they just wanted i mean they've always wanted me to be a doctor, a doctor. engineer or something like that doctor of course yeah, from <laughs> india my, exactly doctor. my daughter the doctor exactly yeah. or engineer or lawyer right but then i was always into the arts and that's who i was who i was from right. the beginning right. so finally i did media and psychology and then after that i did the audition for berkeley i got in got in on scholarship and that's what brought me to boston after a year of convincing them i came to boston and that's and how and i can see them in the audience right now when you were singing crazy during the commencement yes. crying they were they actually were because they were just like wow we did not expect this and there was also a crowd of 8000 people so for them to be a part of that crowd and to watch that performance i'm getting chills at, at, yeah. at the berkeley college commencement exactly right. so it was a big moment okay nice chill for stick around yes uh we are going to talk to another member of uh, rosa yeah. and then we'll get back to all of you sounds good thank you guys thank you Come on you fini of down Nikamo je trivi poč Kamo gre of down Saki dan na That was Astrid Kudyanich singing Kamo ye fini abdan which means how did this day end how did this day end yes performed with her band Transatlantic Exploration Company Astrid is from Croatia and she performs a mix of global musical traditions at the Manhattan School of Music Astrid focused on jazz vocal performance and One Trick Dog Records has produced her debut album featuring a sold out concert at Carnegie Hall's Wheel Space. Welcome Astrid to Bar Crawl Radio. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's great it's it's great to have you. You got a degree in chemical engineering yes. from the University of Zagreb yes. in Croatia. Yes. Did you ever work as an engineer? No. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Why chemical engineering? Why? I I heard a little bit of your uh, talk with Shilpa. I gave my degree to my parents. My dad is an engineer oh, and wow. I was always good in chemistry. They really did not like me doing any music. So, even though they they encouraged me when I was a little kid, I used to play violin, you know. It's nice to have a kid who plays and entertains, mm-hmm. yes. But then when it got more serious, they're like, "No, no, you should study German." 
<laughs> oh, and chemistry, oh, you know. Gosh. But Parents, I was getting... what are you going to do with them? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you uh, studied jazz singing at the Manhattan School of Music. Yes. And you're a jazz performer yes. right now. You performed in New York, Portugal, China, Seattle, Slovenia, Hungary. Hungary. You've been all over the world. Yes. Is it a different experience singing jazz in China as opposed to singing in Hungary? Yes, actually. Audiences in... must be different. Audiences are very different in different places but I think I mean you can decide what music you want to bring you know and what you want to perform I don't think that the best way for me here in New York to be um, you know a mainstream jazz singer because I love the music but I love so many different kinds of music and Obviously I wanted to explore do. them all but I'm not going to be selling anybody <laughs> that I'm American you know <laughs> even I, I, I do have an accent right right yeah so a little bit a little bit, but it's still there. And there is this uh, term called foreign singer here when you come to school and all the jazz boys are like, eh. So I'm not trying to, to sell them their own music, you know. And I have something to, to, to explore of my own and to bring together with jazz and with expression of jazz that right. I really love, the improvisation and also the folk melodies from my country, Croatia, that I do on my own and, and with Serbia, which is very close. We're neighbors, we speak the same language, and I love the sound. So I really, really wanted to learn about that kind of vocal technique and, and overall music. So that's why I do different things, and I'm trying to come up with my own expression, my own blend of, right. of what I like. Brazilian music also. Like, I've never been to Brazil, and I can't go, you know do samba with you know, in the samba schools but why wouldn't I be able to, to sing and, and play, the, play the music that I like and oh, take the influence oh exciting you just had your album that was uh, album debut on One Trick Dog Records produced it yes is that exciting yes and on the um, uh, release concert I had also Rosa as uh, Rosa Rosa Rosa. As Rosa. Rosa as uh, guests, as well as other Croatian and American players that I play with. Astrid, thank you so much. Don't go away. We're going to get right back to you. We have one more Rosa member to speak to. You've been taught you need to fight to push and shove with all your mind. But is that the way into the light for your soul to ignite? That was a cut from an amazing black light video with singers Alexandra Dinda and Vasuda Sharma. Alexandra is from Serbia. She is an internationally known songwriter and co-founder of Rosa. Ms. Dinda has worked as a background singer for Michael Lynch and with Jose Merce mm -hmm. on the Latin album Mi Unica Llave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, your Mi Unica Llave. <laughs> and shared a stage on Jazz Day with Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Welcome to uh, Barcore Radio. So you recently joined a new project, the Slavo Rican, Slavo Rican Assembly. Slavo Rican Assembly. Wow. Part of his band is Puerto Ricans, and then part of the, the other part is people from Slavic countries. So it's me from Serbia, and uh, Jan is from Slovenia. The drummer is also from Slovenia. So That seems all... to be the thing now, to kind of fuse all different kinds of qualities together, see if all those tastes work. Yeah, I feel it's like definitely a stream in the jazz world, where especially when what we see in New York that has such a rich music and jazz scene, that uh, 
you have like the keepers of the tradition, which is like one one crowd, and then right. you have these, this other crowd that's more experimental and that usually comes from places with cultural, like rich cultural heritage, and then they try to put that in and fuse it with jazz and kind of create a crossover. So Jan did like a couple of arrangements of there are like two Slovenian tunes, Zrelo Žito and. Uh, but then and another one of a Bosnian tune, which is called Kštotenema, and then he mixed it up with Caribbean rhythms. With okay, so it's the rhythms that are the mm-hmm. that, that are okay. so far. So yeah. let's see, maybe he'll do the the, the opposite. <laughs> he'll Could take, be. He'll and we'll take see a Caribbean Slavo. tune and then balkanize it. And balkanize yeah. it. <laughs> I thought maybe you all could do something for us, and then we'll sure. talk about Rosa. This is Bar Pro Radio coming to you from. Gephardt's Beer Culture Bar. Right across the street from the the mortuary. mortuary And down the block from Trader Trader Joe's. Serbian music, traditional, 
This one kind of features or reflects uh, the the, or, the ornaments and the influence of the Ottoman Empire. So Serbia was for five centuries right. uh, under the Ottomans. Right. So this one is kind of a style of singing and, and music that really reflects that influence. Okay, all right. But that what, makes sense, what you just What you just sang, what, yeah. what were you singing? What was it what about? Was it, what was, what so it we found this song to be uh, kind of appropriate for the bar. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like that. Because um, so it was loud and it so got over is, the sound. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of the like, kind of personal songs. So it's not like a song that you would sing uh, that's tied to a ritual or a certain situation, like a wedding or, okay. or I, I don't know, some other situation. But um, this one is kind of more personal. So it's, it's a woman who's um, talking about having a husband who's never at home. Ah. And that he drinks all the time. Oh. But then when he comes at home, he only brings I'll misery. I'll drink to that. <laughs> but don't drink to this one. So she says, her, the last line says, and when he comes home, he's never home, but when he comes, he only brings misery. Uh, rosa. <laughs> what does rosa mean? Because I know it doesn't mean rose. It does not mean rose, even though many people get deceived, but you did not. <laughs> um, so it means dew, like the morning dew. How many members are there, though? Uh, currently, there are five of us. Okay. And Alexandra, you are one of the founding members of Rosa. Correct. Um, and, and Shilpa is one of the members who was there from the very start. From, from the very start. How did you find each other? How did, you, how did it all come, come together? So Maria, the other co-founder and the other Serbian who is currently in Serbia, uh, her and I met through like some crazy visa issue circumstances. Oh, wow. So oh, we how both, unusual. Yeah, we were both studying. We were both Serbian studying in the U.S., and uh, then we met uh, met up in New York, and we became really nice friends. And uh, she was working on a documentary that was actually dwelling upon the topic of traditional music from Serbia and the background. It's not just musical, but also historical, cultural, political. And then we were kind of daydreaming about how great it would be to sing this song, this, mu this music, with some imaginary group one time when the, her movie is done and when it's, it's it premieres. Yes. To kind of give the audience a taste of how it how it sounds like when it's performed live. Randomly, I got a phone call from Boston, where I used to live, and someone misheard that I had a traditional Serbian group. Oh, that's funny. And they booked us for a show, like, three months ahead. No way. <laughs> and I said, yes. This is just out of your imagination. <laughs> and somehow in the And then Ethernet. it just clicked. Yeah, it just clicked. That's so, amazing. So, yeah. Did you ever find out what the link was? How Someone recommended me from school. Okay. From from school because I sang in like different world music or kind of Balkan like ensembles, but never in like in a traditional Serbian one. So someone misheard that it was like that, and then the moment I finished the talk with them, I called Maria and I said, "You you remember our daydream, our fantasy? Well, it's coming, it's coming true. true. <laughs> we need to figure it out." And so Shilpa moved to New York around this, a little bit before me, um, and uh, she sang Balkan music back at Berkeley. We sang together okay. uh, some songs from Bulgaria, Russia, and like surrounding areas. And I was like, okay, she can pick this up quickly. She she can do this. And then I called in Tiffany as well and two other girls, also from Berkeley, and we created a group. And we had three months to wow. to figure out the repertoire, wow. learn like they had to learn and memorize 
lyrics in Serbian. Yeah, you had to you had to suddenly come up with some music, I guess. Yeah. And Maria had a very rich archive, so that was that right. was the easiest part, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, now Astrid, you um, this is a different kind of music than you usually sing, or is it pretty close to what you sing? Um, I would say different because I actually learned all this technique through Rosa, even though we have the same kind of singing, same, similar, same language, similar, same, whatever. Um, in Croatia, but I was never singing our folk music in the sense, so this was very new to me. And it does require a certain technique. Yes. And you all are very different, though. You, your own personal styles are very different. I mean, Tiffany, who couldn't be here tonight, has a completely different Paula Cole, Dido kind and, of... And, and mm. Shilpa, you're... you're you're a, you have a different sound too. Yeah, absolutely. My stuff is more Indian music because I wanted to keep true with my roots. So it's more Indian music uh, mixed with R&B, jazz. So it's a fusion of as a genre that I call Indian soul. My album is called Indian Soul as well. So that's what I call it. It's the mix of both cultures, building a bridge between the East and the West. Are you developing an audience for for these beautiful sounds that you're creating? We are. We're working on it. Um, okay. We kind of tend get to uh, get some exposure to different audiences throughout different performance possibilities. So we're definitely after the concert at Carnegie that we had in September. It was because it was Sounds of Serbia. It was mostly diaspora. So we kind of reached out to that audience. Then we did a lot of different things. Um, kind of unconventional things and, and like performances. Um, for instance, we had like there was this there's this place um, in East Village, and they do it's more of a like dancer community, and they do performances every la like last Saturday in a month, and it's like very short performances of like five to ten minutes of like all types of art disciplines. So they had dancers, they had something that's more like video and and movement at the same time. They had poetry, they had us, and what's very interesting is that the audience is sitting all around. So we also kind of had to, we were challenged to like do something more with our bodies because usually oh. we hold hands and we perform in a very traditional way or we're interlocked. Uh -huh. But for this one, we like, we were in a circle and then where we were like, at each verse we would kind of rotate a little bit. So every person could see a little bit of each of the member as we, as we sang the It's called theater in the round. Yes. yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, we we right. took yes. a picture of you singing and you're all, your eyes were closed. I don't yes. know if you were touching, but... There was certainly a, kind of a, a, a connection connection between you. Yeah, it seems like you all really like each other and we do. get along well. And yeah, and I feel that's like what what makes the work the group work, and and also what this music is about. It is it it, it came in community. Like all these composers of these songs are unknown. They're anonymous, and they were never interested in like having ownership. It was more music. For, for the people, for the certain situations, for, for the rituals, even right. like the personal stories, they kind of became general stories, every, every person's stories. So I feel like the, the sense of communion is very important. We're in a very special time now. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a voting Tuesday, mm -hmm. midterms Tuesday. Um, you're developing uh, immigrant music, in yes. a sense. Uh, is is there a political aspect to Rosa, do you think, or is it just music? For us, it's really just music and keeping this tradition alive and keeping it alive in like a place in a diaspora. 
uh, which I feel like not a lot of people are doing this. So I think it's a it's a beautiful way for whoever has this cultural heritage to reconnect with it, but also for someone who has never heard something like this to also connect with it. And it, but it also it tells story of the people. Some of these songs talk about the hard times during the Ottoman Empire. So it. It's not necessarily political, but it is historical and, and educational in right. a way. This right. is Barcrow Radio. We're speaking with three members of Rosa. Uh, I'm going to try to talk them into doing one more piece. Can you? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Okay, so we'll go out on... Rasle drvo topolovo. So that means the poplar tree has grown. And it's actually a song that you would sing during lunch or during feast for Slava. And Slava is like, every household has a saint that they celebrate. So when they celebrate that saint, that whole celebration, which can be huge and last for three days, it's called Slava. So this is something uh, that they, they, would, they sing would be saying, yes, Slava. During, during Slavas. Slava. Tell our audience how they can find their music. So Shilka and Astrid, because they all do, and they all have personal singing careers as well. So want to tell us, Shilka, where, how we can... Absolutely. So you can find me, again, my Instagram and Facebook, um, Twitter, as well as YouTube handle. It's all at Shilpa Anant. So it's S-H-I-L-P-A-A-N-A-N-T-H at Shilpa Anant. And you can find me there. I have a website, shilpaanand.com. So that's a great place to find me as well. And Astrid? Uh, so you can find my music also on my website, which is www.astrid-music.com. Or Facebook, Astrid Kulanich, Twitter, um, Instagram, all the goodies. Um, yeah, uh, it's my la- my my name is spelled A S T R I D K U L J A N I C. For my own music, it will be alexandradenda.com. So A L E K S A N D R A D E N D A. Instagram handle is Sandy Soul Sister. So S A N D E E. So two E's, not Y. I think we're friends on Instagram. Oh, we are. I, I That's think pretty we awesome. Might be. We should all be friends. <laughs> we should. Yes, we'll make it happen. For sure. For sure. We want to thank Rosa and Melitza Peranozic. Hey, be sure to check out At A Movie Film Festival and check out Rosa on YouTube. And now Rosa will be performing The Poplar Tree Has Grown. Oh,